Hello and welcome to the Access Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Vin Masana. Tonight we're joined by a very special guest, Nick Benhart. Nick is a senior at Rocky Point High School. He's also a uh, commit of Central Connecticut State University. But before we get into our interview with him, just a quick message from our sponsors. No matter what the level you play at, everyone wants to be at their best. Elite level athletes have a team around them to help them excel in every facet of the game. If you've ever wondered how you can have the same level of attention that the world-class athletes do, but without breaking the bank, then the Vitality Center is for you. Their team of specialists can get you back in the game quickly and safely and keep you at your best throughout the season. Their holistic one-stop shop approach can address physical and mental parts of the game to help you gain the edge you need to compete with the best. Conveniently located in Comac, New York, right off the LIE in Northern State, the Vitality Center is ready for you. To learn more, go to VitalityCenterLI.com or give them a call at 631-864-2784. All right, Nick, so uh, as I mentioned, you committed to Central Connecticut State earlier this summer. Can you tell our audience a little bit about your experience with the college recruiting process? Well, it kind of got altered by COVID, but um, honestly, it was just a lot of it was a lot of video. It was a lot of just off-season work, and then at 365, Penn was taking a lot of video, just sending it out to different colleges, and you know, at the, at when they were able to come see us in the summer, then it got a little bit better, and then um, I think I had like six or seven coaches reach out in the winter, and then I think about three or four of them came to watch in the summer, and that's kind of how I got to where I am right now. They came, uh, I think, in late August or something mm-hmm. to, uh, I think it was a Long Island tournament, actually, and they saw me there, and then I went up for the visit, and I kind of just liked it there, and that was my decision. So what was it about the school that you liked? The coaches were awesome. The program is just, it kind of speaks for itself with the championships that they win. I know the head coach, Hickey, has been there for, I think, close to 20 years, maybe a little bit over. But they win constant championships. They play in a bunch of regionals, and you know that's what I'm looking for at the next level to hopefully get drafted out of there. Yeah, so that's probably a big burden off your back. Everybody wants to get that commitment out of the way, which you were able to. Um, let's talk about your summer with East Coast Lumberjacks. You mentioned Pem, referring of course to uh, Ryan Pembroke. Can you uh, talk a little bit about your time with them and uh, you know some of the. Uh, some of the experience that you've you guys have had on the field so I've played with them for three years and I'd say it was absolutely the best decision I've ever made baseball wise I've played on multiple teams and I've had really good coaches in the past but at this it was just the next level and I think that we're the best ones Uh, there's you know the Titans Beast and they're all good organizations and everything but I think that they we have one team Mm-hmm. And I think that the tournaments that we just play at, it's the highest level of competition, the best coaching. Mm-hmm. And I just love it. It was awesome. Who were some of the, the uh, players on your team that uh, performed really well this year that you think deserve a lot of uh, attention this coming year? We got a bunch of guys from all over the East Coast, like a guy from West Virginia. But I'd say a few of the kids were Brandon Peterson from upstate. Um, we had a shortstop, Michael McKinney, who's going to – NC State, um, Lam- uh, Mike Lombardi from, uh, I think it's Fox Lane Upstate, he's mm-hmm. going to Tulane, um, Matt Carrera, Matt Martinez, a bunch of those guys. Honestly, it was just like our whole lineup was just, yeah, it, there was down. no weak spots, it was just complete. And then our rotation was crazy too. Mm-hmm. We had McCreary who's going to South Carolina now, um, Colin Ruddy. There's just so many guys, like I can't even list all the names. And when you're pitching crazy. on a team like that, do you feel 
confidence when you go to the mound that you know you just gotta you know get some throw strikes get outs and they're just gonna do the job keep for you. everything low yeah and it's just it was crazy i mean you know some and quinlan teams. behind the dish right exactly quinlan I, that's another one that was amazing all summer yeah but it's just it's crazy you know it's all up and down there's no weak spots it was just it was like an amazing summer i couldn't ask for anything else yeah and quinlan and in, in, uh particular is a kid that stands out to me because obviously he's going to army so i think uh that kind of speaks for itself as far as his talent level and also his leadership but you know what's it like having a guy like that and even just in the in the clubhouse he's going to be somebody that galvanizes the group and keeps everybody together right he's a great guy i love him he's one of my best friends on the team and he's just awesome he's like a leader behind the plate him mm-hmm. and also the catcher Martinez is going to High Point. Mm-hmm. I think he, he's out of Pennsylvania, but mm-hmm. just it, you know, he's awesome. I can't say I know we're rivals for Rocky Point and Sayville, but yeah, after that, it's he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, so that's kind of a good segue. I wanted to talk about the high school season, of course. Uh, for those that don't know, you went five and zero with a zero point eight zero ERA. Rocky Point had, I mean, as good of a regular season as you could have. It was kind of a shock that you know you didn't win the championship. I think you guys got. Uh, upset by Harbor Fields in, in the playoffs, but um, from a personal standpoint, I mean, you must have felt like you were firing on all cylinders this season, right? As a team, it was probably, it was definitely the best high school team I've ever played on with JV or whatever. Just the, the most talent. It was like a brotherhood. It doesn't matter what game we were in, who we were playing. Doesn't, mm. It didn't matter. Mm. There was games where we were down 9 nothing, and we just clawed back the whole game, and you know, I think our record spoke for itself. But that game, you know, we, we made a bunch of errors. I, I didn't have my A game, and, you know, they got the better of us. Mm-hmm. So next year we know what to do. I wanted to talk about some of the individuals on the team. Uh, Sean Hamilton going mm-hmm. to Stony Brook, um, terrific pitcher, but he also had a pretty amazing season with the bat too. So He could swing it. I've played with him since I was eight. Um, he's just been – Every year, he could hit the shit out of the ball. Mm-hmm. That's it. He just squares the ball up every time. It seems like it's <laughs> crazy. Him and Miller. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, I mean, Miller is my shortstop. That that also that infield, James Maggio. Mm-hmm. I played in the summer with you know NC State and Tulane, and I'd take either one of them. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Both of them are crazy. Both infields. Cody Miller. Um, I think, in my opinion, probably the best hitter or one of the best two hitters in the 2022 class on Long Island. Yeah, um, absolutely. And not just a hitter, but he's an all-around player as well. So I mean, Five what, tool. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a leader, too. I have nothing but great things to say about him. And can steal, and can steal base when, when you need to. He has burners. <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. Every game, just run. So that's nuts. bad news for the conference next year, I think. You guys are returning most of your core players from last year. That yeah. was a, you know um, – almost undefeated during the regular season. And then, of course, got to mention league MVP as a sophomore, I guess, yeah, uh, Dominic Carbone. I mean, what what impressed you about him? Everything. <laughs> Kid can throw. He can hit. He's a leader. He can run <laughs> like Miller. Yeah. I think he's just he's, he's going to develop, and he's just going to be just as good, if not better, next year. And it's scary how young he is. Usually the league MVPs, they're typically dominated by seniors. Yeah. Maybe every once in a while you see a, a junior, but very rarely somebody of that age. And to do it on both sides of the ball, he didn't just hit. No. He also went out every weekend and pitched as well. So 
Um, you know, usually when we do these, we talk about the, uh, you know, the core players for the next season, but you guys pretty much are returning all the core players. Is there anybody that we didn't mention that you think deserves a little recognition? Uh, my catcher, Nico. Mm -hmm. Nico Cerise. Um, Christian Ark also. He's first base. He just started this year, but he did great over there. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we, really, we really have, like, a full team. Our mm -hmm. rotation stacked. Three, you know, kids that are going to be playing Division One baseball. Mm -hmm. So I think that we're we're looking really good going into next season, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. What kind of stuff did Coach Anzalone, you know, do for you guys during the COVID year to keep you guys, uh, um, in shape and on top of everything? That were you guys able to stay in touch and, and yeah. Uh, he was definitely yeah. he was sending messages in the group chat all the time. You know, he he's really he was just keeping on top of us and making sure that we were. You know, not slacking off and everything, and it paid off. Him and uh, Coach Stroving too. Mm -hmm. Very, and my pitching coach Glenn, best pitching coach out there, hundred mm -hmm. percent. He called all my games, shook them off once, got taken deep, never did it again. <laughs> so. Glenn, what's his last name? Brian. Brian oh. Glenn. Awesome. And um, so for this off season, you know, just from a individual standpoint, what are you looking to focus on? Last off season, I gained twenty five pounds. I fell in love with lifting and just eating a ton. Mm -hmm. And this this season, you know, I kind of I lost a little bit of weight when I knew it kind of leaned out, and I think it paid off a little bit. But I'm looking to gain another 15, 20 pounds. What can the school season are like one ninety five, mm -hmm. and you know, hopefully reach. You know, I, I'm, my goal is ninety four. Mm -hmm. It's up five miles an hour from where I am this year, and I went up six last year. So I think that it's doable. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to lift and just keep eating, stretching, everything like that, and hopefully I can get there. Mm -hmm. And uh, who are some players in Major League Baseball that you try to emulate? I mean, Garrett Cole, but, like, every everyone kind of says that. Mm -hmm. um, I really like I really like Walker Buehler. I love his mechanics. Me too. Everything about He's got him. some of the cleanest right-handed yeah. me mechanics in the game, I think. And I like it because he's, he's like six foot. He's short guy. You know, he doesn't really – he's not six four like DeGrom. I love yeah. DeGrom, but, you know. Yeah, you I feel like, like you're not on the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't, I don't have that advantage. So I like Bueller. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite pitcher growing up was Kershaw, but, you know, he's kind of a little falling off a little bit now. But yeah, definitely. father time, I think, caught yeah, up to him a little bit. You can only dominate for so long. Yeah. Um, so let's see. We'll go down the line here. Uh, favorite pregame meal? Probably, I like to have like two bananas, and um, I like to keep it like really light, maybe a bagel. Okay. Just a lot of water, Gatorade sometimes, mm -hmm. but uh, not much, just light, easy. How about uh, favorite musical artist? Probably Jason Aldean. Okay, I like that, country music. Yeah. Um, favorite, uh, any superstitions on day of the game? I only, like, if there's a game at four, I won't start stretching or throwing until an hour and a half before the game. And I take everything really slow. I have a whole routine, and I just plan it out, but I won't do anything before an hour and a half. Okay. I think that's pretty reasonable. That's not that's not crazy. Anything like, you know, not uh, stepping on the line or anything like that? I don't <laughs> step on the I think that's just a given for all baseball yeah. players. <laughs> but um, I do. My dad passed when I was... When I was six, so after every, before every game, I take my foot and I do his initials into the mound. That's really about it. I like that. Yeah. Who who did you um you know kind of lean on when you were when you were young when you were looking for advice? Um. Well, 
I was playing on multiple teams, so I would say in general, I didn't always have one person. I would say my mom probably, but you know, not that was just for life-related stuff. But for baseball, I kind of sometimes my teammates and just try to you know learn and develop and grow through myself. Yeah, it's a very unnatural thing. Not many six-year-olds have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Usually it's much later on in life. I was 21, so, you know, you had your whole life ahead of you at that point, and you probably don't even have that many memories, right? No. Yeah. I think that uh, I had to grow up a little bit faster than a lot of people, but I think that it's going to benefit me later in life. Absolutely, it is. It it definitely makes you mature at a young age. I can attest to that. Um, How about this? What was your favorite experience that you've had on a baseball field? I mean... Me personally, probably the East Islip game this year because mm-hmm. it was us and I lost the first game that I – I didn't lose. I didn't technically have the loss, but I threw seven innings and it was a tie game mm-hmm. and we did end up losing, so I kind of count myself for that loss. Mm-hmm. So I walked into that game. This was the second game and it was – you know, we were the top two teams and I went in there and I think I had a four-hitter mm-hmm. and uh, it was a shutout. It was, like, one of the best games I've ever thrown. Mm-hmm. Game-wise, that was it. And experience-wise, I'd say definitely going down to Florida this year with the team. Mm-hmm. Bonding, and we ended up coming home national champs. Very cool. So. Um, East Islip, I just wanted to touch on because they won the championship this year, and they yeah. were um, – I mean, they were loaded, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking back on it now, what do you remember from facing them? Like, what, what made them such a successful team? Their lineup was deep. Mm-hmm. They were – all good hitters. There was no, they had no weak spots. They Mm. didn't have any guys that were, you know, you went up there and they didn't put up a competitive at bat. But, you know, I think that ultimately, I think we were the better team this year, but you know, it didn't show they won. And I guess we just got to work harder and come out next year and show them up. You just got to prove it, prove it in 2022. Awesome. I think that's a good spot to end on. We went for, uh, went for our goal of, 15-plus minutes, I'd say. So, Nick, thank you very much for your time. Best of luck this year. Thank you to Showtime Athletics for hosting another episode of the Access Baseball Podcast. And thank you to the Vitality Center for sponsoring this podcast series. See you guys next week.